0: There are plenty of new transfers coming to Arizona State football, but these are the five who stand out to me as potential day one starters. You are Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. Thanks, as always, for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like, subscribe, and turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. You can stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter. You can find me at Richie brads 36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150. Bucks. If your team wins, visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. All right, let's go ahead and just hop right into our conversation. You know, I don't feel like there's too much of an introduction to make here. There are 22 new transfers that are coming to Arizona State as of now who knows if Kenny Dillingham and company are done. But as of right now, 22 is, it's quite a lot. And you feel like you look at this class and there's a lot of guys that could be day one players for the team. And it's hard to envision a scenario where you're not looking at a bunch of new starters. When you consider everything that you've lost and all all of the talent that you have added through the transfer portal. I mean, there could be several starters here. And that's what we're going to talk about is I got five guys that really stand out to me An honorable mention. That is a fairly obvious one. And I also want to mention the offensive line uh, is definitely potential starters here. Uh, We'll talk about the offensive line real quick because I didn't include them because I, I just can't pick one without having watched any of them or understanding more about them. Uh, Shenko Matatia is going to be on there. He's one of the interior linemen, along with Joey Sua, who's transferring in. They are both potential plug-and-play players for the team at either guard spot. I like them to find a role there. Like it's re- like I said, and it, this goes especially for the offensive line. It's very difficult to imagine a scenario where you don't have several starters here that are coming through the transfer portal on the offensive line. I mean, you might have both of them as starters for your team. We'll wait and see. And there's several guys that are coming in through the recruiting class as well. And we'll talk about the recruiting class tomorrow. So if you want to stay in touch with that, hit like, subscribe, turn on those notifications so that you get to tune into that. I like those two to potentially start. I think at least one of them is going to be a starter, but you might be looking at two starters there. We'll wait and see. My honorable mention that I have on this list is going to be Parker Lewis. The reason why is he is the kicker for the team and you are replacing Dario Longhedo. You have a little bit of competition on this roster, but Parker Lewis definitely feels like the plug and play guy here. I know he hasn't kicked in two seasons, which is definitely going to put him behind the eight ball a little bit, but it's really difficult to envision a scenario where he's not a starter for you, where he's not the kicker for the team. And that's why I have him as an honorable mention is because I feel like some people would say, well, kickers aren't really starters. And it's like, I can, I can agree with that, but he feels like the guy right now until further notice, at least. And that's what we're going to operate with. Let's go ahead and jump into my five guys who stand out to me. The first one is someone we talked about yesterday. And that's defensive lineman Jacob Kongaika, incoming uh, defensive lineman from U of A. So love that we are getting a dude to the light side and flipping him from the dark side. He gets to be a good guy instead of a villain now. He is a massive individual at 6'2", 300 pounds. And I would imagine that if he wanted to, he could probably stand to put on a little bit of weight. And last year at U of A, where they had a pretty quality defense. He was a rotated guy in. He recorded 15 tackles, nine solo, and two sacks when he's a rotational guy. He's going to enter this Arizona State defense. And something that I mentioned yesterday was ASU really likes their big guys and Kongaika fits that role as a big guy. They have really relied heavily on uh, veteran guys that are coming into the program uh, Deshaun Mallory was the guy last year, uh, in 2022, it was Nesta Jade Silvera. I think that you're going to look at Kongaika as somebody that could also slide into that role. And if it's not him, Jeffrey Clark also makes a lot of sense. He's kind of an honorable mention in, in the same breath as, uh, Kongaika. The reason I'm going with Kongaika is, He's, he's younger, he's, I, I, I don't know. I think he's a more talented player, but I could also get on board with Jeffrey Clark. Either way, I envision one of them starting. The guy that I'm listing here is Jacob Kongaika. I think he's going to play with an edge and he's going to be somebody that is going to be interested in building this program up. This is definitely a guy that, is going to be able to slide into a potential starting role for the team. You're looking for another defensive tackle right now. And between him and Jeffrey Clark, you're looking at two guys that are looking or uh that are potentially going to have significant playing time, definitely gonna get good snaps from rotate in. Kongaika feels like somebody who is interested in breaking out and somebody who is interested in becoming one of the main faces, one of the main guys along the defensive line that's the reason why i'm going with Gaika. i think he's going to have this really big edge to the way he's playing and i think he's going to be somebody who's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder that's why i'm leaning him over jeffrey clark but jeffrey clark also feels like a pretty safe bet to be a starter for the team next thing i want to talk about is linebacker zyrus fiasu Fiasu is coming from San Diego State, a very productive linebacker for them. Last season, he had 65 tackles, five and a half sacks, and four forced fumbles. Six foot, 220. He does a lot of blitzing, and that's very good. But he's light, and he's not an edge guy in my book. But that's not a bad thing at all when you consider the depth they have. So he he's going to slot into the Trey Brown role and is going to be the starting linebacker next to whoever it ends up being. You know, Tate Romney got a lot of playing time this past season. Would not be surprised if he ended up continuing to have a lot of playing time. Crew Jackson, who was not heard from at all last year, is still a name to remember. I'm a very big Crew Jackson fan. He was someone that really stood out to me in training camp, and I was kind of blown away that we didn't see him last year, but he's still in the roster. You have Caleb McColo. They're bringing in, they're bringing in uh, Jordan Crook from Arkansas. I initially had Crook as the guy here, but I I audible to Fiasu. I look at Fiasu as just a a more explosive player and somebody who brings a lot to the table. We haven't gotten to see too much of Crook yet. He played at Arkansas. He saw the field, but not in a role that Fiasu did. Fiasu was definitely somebody at San Diego State who was one of the more heavily relied upon players. He's going to come to Arizona State and face a similar situation. We're looking for the next Travian Brown. We're looking for somebody to slot into one of these starting roles and perform at a high level. And this is a guy who performs at a high level, especially as a pass rusher the aforementioned five-and-a-half sacks and four forced fumbles from last year, show me that this is somebody who brings more to the table than just being a sure tackler. He brings that pass rushing aspect. He brings the turnover potential. That's what I'm looking for because next to him, I, I really like Tate Romney, and I think that this is definitely a guy that you rely upon to be that sure tackler and be the guy that is going to make plays in space, He's going to be able to go sideline to sideline. That's where I like Tate Romney. So next to him, I want somebody that's got more explosiveness. I want somebody who's going to bring a little bit of edge to the table. Not that Romney doesn't, but this allows Romney to definitely play more of that middle linebacker role and have the guy next to him just be that kind of chess piece you move all over the place. And I envision that as Fiasu. This is a really good slot for me. I I like both him and Crook. I really do. Fiasu gets the edge for me here just because of more production, but would not be surprised if Crook was also looking at a starting role. But the bottom line is these guys are defensive players, or. Er, yeah, defensive players that are are full of talent and I feel are just going to be playing with an edge between him and Kongaika. I like those as two borderline plug-and-play players for the team. But we're going to talk about the secondary in just a moment because there's a lot of chains coming. But, man, you look at these two guys in particular and you feel like they're going to be Starters, and we're going to talk about them in just a moment. This is the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. We're always here to talk about sports, and they're an escape from the crazy realities of real life, but let's just take a moment to talk about preparing for real life. According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics, like amoxicillin, right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. That is scary. I can't even... Imagine a more helpless feeling than seeing a family member I love get sick while a supply chain issue kept them from getting the life-saving medication they needed. And thankfully, we'll be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinuses, skin infections, among others. This stuff could happen to any of us. Visit jasemedical.com, that's spelled J-A-S-E medical.com and complete your physician encounter. It'll be reviewed by a board certified physician and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the cost. It's never been more important to be prepared. Go to jasemedical.com, J-A-S-E medical.com and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off of your order. As always, I appreciate you guys for tuning in and making us your first lesson of the day. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like, subscribe, turn on those notifications. And I also want to shout out the Locked On Sports Today YouTube channel and the first ever full-time streaming. Like, what you're going to find here is you're going to tune in and you're going to have all the news Surrounding the day, including Mike Vrabel getting fired from the Tennessee Titans, you're going to be up to date on that. It's it's all our national shows. They rotate stuff in. Definitely check it out. Put it on when you're looking for something to do. 24 seven streaming, the first ever of its kind. Back into our conversation, I said we're going to take a look at the secondary because there's two guys that definitely look like not not to continue to use this over and over again, but tongue in cheek. Um, plug and play guys. We'll start with the one who excites me the most and one of the one of the guys that I am most excited about period. That's Cole Martin. Cole Martin, defensive back from uh transferring from Oregon, uh Pasadena, California was his birthplace. He is if if I'm correct, he's a valley kid and now I need to check that because he was he was somebody that, yeah, he played at Basha High School in Chandler. That's what I thought. So Valley kid, he's a slot guy. He's a really talented corner. This is somebody that I envision as the new Nickelback. And that's a wide open spot right now because you just lost Jordan Clark. Jordan Clark, the obvious... Plug and, not plug and play, I don't want to keep using that. He was the heart and soul of the nickel position and one of the most important players in the secondary period over the last two and a half, three years. Lose him because he transfers to Notre Dame. Hope everything is well for Jordan. Wish nothing but success for him, but there is a big role to fill now. There is a hole in the defense. When you're trying to to replace someone who meant as much to that position as Jordan Clark did. So you're going to be looking at several guys to be competing for that slot role. And I would not be surprised if one of our safeties, like Shamari Simmons or Alfred, Alford, got some snaps at the nickel spot. However, you bringing in Cole Martin for me is showing me that you are looking for him to be the day one guy. That's the whole point of this list, right? Is these are guys that have the best chance to start day one. And that's Cole Martin. Cole Martin looks like the guy at the nickel spot. Very talented. He had a good season at Oregon. 21 tackles, 13 solo, um, one defended pass and interception. This also keep in mind is an Oregon defense that has no shortage of talent and is a very well coached unit with Dan Lanning as their head coach. They are, they're they're losing a very talented player, and he's coming to Arizona State and looking at not just a starting role, but, I mean, a massive, massive opportunity for majority of snaps. Arizona State did a lot of rotating last year, and they did it in the secondary especially. You had uh, plenty of safeties, plenty of corners to kind of rotate through, but... The one constant was Jordan Clark. I could see Cole Martin become that guy and turn into the one who is so difficult to take off of the field. The corner who plays at the highest level. I could totally, totally see that happening. And man, is that an exciting thought to have your new starting nickel back here with Cole Martin. I'm hoping that ends up coming to fruition, if not this year, the next year. This is still going to be a team that is doing a lot of substituting and doing a lot of heavy rotations, whether it's the defensive line, like we talked about with Kongaika, whether it's linebacker, like we talked about with Fiasu. And in the secondary, there's going to be a lot of rotation, especially at safety, which we'll talk about in just a moment. But Cole Martin definitely feels like the player who is going to get the most significant amount of snaps of any of the defensive guys that I mentioned here. Let's go ahead and move to the safety spot that I teed up here, and that is going to be Miles ghost Rouser. He was unbelievable last year. First team All-American at the FCS level at New Mexico State. 70 tackles, 43 solo, broke up two passes, had an interception, had a forced fumble. Reliable, to say the least. And one of the more exciting additions that we have had, and a very underrated addition. I would tell you the most exciting additions, we're going to talk about one of them at the tail end of the podcast. And then some former four-stars like LaTerrence Welsh or uh, Kamari Lasseter. But to me, Miles Rouser, not Kamari Lasseter. First of all, Kamari Wilson. Lasseter is the Georgia kid who's going into the draft. My apologies, Kamari Wilson. Back to Miles Rouser. He's going to be hard to keep off the field, man. And I know we have... No shortage of very talented safeties. You've got Shamari Simmons. You've got Xavier Alford coming back. There's Montana Warren. There's Kamari Wilson. Now there's Miles Rouser. You got a lot of guys that you need to find roles for. Rouser is going to be, as I said, very difficult to keep off of the field. He's that talented. He's a specimen at 6'1", 195. He covers the field as like a true center fielder. This is the guy. You find a spot for him and you get him significant snaps. Like I said, for Cole Martin, where I can see him getting a really good amount of playing time, I could see that for Ghost too. Because with Ghost, he's productive. He's got a good resume to him. He's got the size and the speed and the athleticism. The only thing you're waiting for is, quote unquote, significant turnovers. You're still going to take what he's got, a force fumble and interception and 70 tackles. God, I'll take that every, every day of the week and twice on Saturdays. Really good football player. Really, really high upside player. I am so interested in the future of him as well because Shamari Simmons is entering his last year. And while you have Kamari Wilson coming in, I don't know if he's going to be someone who, how do I word this? I can't figure out what I'm trying to explain here, but he's going to be heavily rotated with all the other guys. Rouser, for me, tops my list of how do you keep him off the field? That's where I'm at with him. That's how I feel about him and Martin. Find a role, find a niche for them, get them on the field. But speaking of niches and speaking of get them on the field, there's one more guy at the very top of my list. You might be able to guess who this player is, What well, we'll talk about him in just a moment. This is the Locked On Sun Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The NFL regular season has wrapped up, but don't worry. There's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook now that the playoffs are here. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets. Win or lose. The app is easy to use, and there's so many different ways to bet, including same-game parlays, and you can find bets in that new Explore tab on the app. Make parlays in the Parlay Hub the best way to find popular parlays and more. So visit fanduel.com slash lockedon and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. One more time, thanks as always for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like, subscribe, and turn on notifications and also check out the locked on sports today 24 7 streaming channel on youtube the first ever of its kind i promise you guys this is revolutionary and you're going to love every second of this you're gonna love that you're gonna be able to tune in anytime you want this is not This is not a a you-have-to-tune-in-at-a-certain-hour. It's 24-7, keeping you up-to-date on all the big news. So check it out. You're going to love it, I promise. One more player to talk about. If you haven't guessed who it is, it's pretty obvious. It is running back and former five-star recruit, former USC Trojan, Relique Brown. Let's get into it. You look at Relique Brown. And he's a weapon. You're hoping that this becomes the next Tavon Austin. But at a minimum, he's going to be someone that touches the ball in three different ways. He's obviously a running back for the team. They're going to be handing the ball off to him. And with the way that the Sun Devils were splitting carries last year between Cameron Scadaboo, DeCarlos Brooks, Kyson, uh, Kyson Brown, they're going to want to get Relique Brown the football. You also look at his prowess as a receiver. He's got 19 catches for 193 yards and three touchdowns. In his career, you're going to want to get him the ball in space. At 5'8", 185, sure, he's not the biggest guy in the world, but he is fast. He is fast. And he makes guys look stupid. He is a little human joystick. Puts his foot in the ground. Jukes him, spin move, flat out out outruns you. He is that guy to be able to do a little bit of everything on offense. But then he's also got some potential returning upside. On uh, kick returns in 2022, he had 24 returns for 517 yards, including a 40-yard return. ASU had a really good thing last year. With Elijah Badger. Having somebody else. Be able to take a little bit of pressure off of Badger. Very exciting. Especially because Arizona State might not want to have. Elijah Badger. On kick returns as much. And you could get to a point. Where Relique Brown gets to that level. But at least to start the season. Yeah get him back there. Get him the ball in any way you can. Receiving, rushing, returning. Heck, if if they want to do some of the quarterback packages that they did last year with Cameron Scadaboo, do it. Do whatever you want to do. Maybe he's the next Ronnie Brown. This is the guy that you want consistently on the football field no matter what the role is. You want to have him as a receiver? Fine. You want to have him as a running back? Fine as well. Bottom line, you get him on the football field. Starting, that'll be the interesting part, right? How do you define starting? Is is it the guy who's on their first? Is it the guy who's listed on the depth chart? Is it the guy that they announced before the game is the starter? We've seen that before. Like There were games where... Elijah Badger and and Roe Torrance were not listed as starters. I couldn't tell you for sure about last year, but over the last couple of years, there's been cases of that offensive lineman like it happens. Relique Brown, maybe he's not a guy that is listed as a starter on depth chart or listed as a starter before the game starts this is still a starting caliber player right now. You feel like it's Cameron Scadaboo as a starter until further notice, man, I wouldn't be surprised if you see Relique Brown on there sooner rather than later. He is so, so talented that he's a guy that you just, you cannot justify keeping him off the football field when it comes to Potential day one starters when it comes to starters in general, Relique Brown tops my list. The talent is supreme. This is not somebody that you're going to be able to justify keeping off the football field because of everything he brings to the table for you. There are so many different things and so many different ways that he can impact a football game. Get him the ball. Best way to get him the ball, start him. Find a way. I don't care if you're starting him a receiver on the on the list and having him be a runner. Totally fine. Do whatever you got to do. But get him on the football field as often as possible. Put the ball in his hands as often as possible. I want to see him be 150 touches this year. I would love for him to flirt with 200. I want to see what you have in Relique Brown. And maybe that's the biggest reason that he could be a starter is you want to see whether or not he is capable of being the face of the program that he has said he wants to be. Let's find out. Those are the guys I really like to start. We talked about five guys. We talked about an honorable mention. And of course the two interior linemen that I feel you could slot either way. There's plenty of guys here and there's tons of, honorable mentions we went through right we talked about multiple defensive linemen we talked about multiple linebackers there's corners and safeties to take a look at there's a lot of guys who could be potential starters for this team potential day one starters for this team i want to know who you guys like to be potential day one starters. so let me know in the comments you can hit me up on twitter richie 36 and the podcast as well at lo underscore sun wherever you're getting your podcast though Hit like, subscribe, and turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. As always, I appreciate you guys for tuning in. As I mentioned earlier, tomorrow's episode is going to be taking a look at some freshmen who could be potential day one starters. We got plenty of news to be keeping you up to date on. There's plenty of stuff to be talking about during the off season. So now has never been a better time to subscribe. But I will see you guys tomorrow. And until then, you keep it locked right here, unlocked on, on Sun Levels.